0: self-serving persuasive talkers of
1: everything and nothing.
0: We, we are, are a Conversation Con artists. artists. What's going on it's your boy Mr. On
1: Point and I am Calamity Red and we at it again. This is a song that doesn't end. Yes, it goes on and on, my friends. Some people started singing it, not knowing what it was. And they'll continue singing it forever just because this is the song. Where
0: in the world did that come from?
1: I have no idea.
0: You just had that in your your spirit. I just had it in in my spirit. I
1: had a moment. Do you know what you just did to a bunch of people? Yeah. Y'all are going to have this in your head for hours and <laughs>
0: hours and hours of well, your those of you who know what it is. That know
1: what it is. If you're not an 80 baby or like earlier, then you probably like, what is she singing? Either way, you're showing your age. If you know what it is, you're showing your age. If you don't know what it is, you're showing your age. But yeah, I just... I don't know. I was just saying, this is a song that doesn't end mood. I don't know.
0: I said that was some outburst.
1: Yes. Yes, it was.
0: <laughs> well... I got some stuff to let you know. I want you to go to the website, conversationconartists.com, where you can see all the articles that we're going to be talking about, and you can go to the left, it's a little envelope, hover over it, and you can leave us some feedback. You can subscribe to our newsletter, do whatever you want to do, but do that, go to the website. You can find me at Twitter at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on underscore point.
1: And I can be found at red underscore calamity And also don't forget that we want you guys to send in letters You can send them either on the website Or you can send them to our Gmail Which is conversationconartists at gmail.com And we actually have a couple of letters this week That we are going to answer So yay Yep Um, Both of them are kind of relationship-y questions Let's see, we're gonna call this guy Bismarcky. Okay. And Biz Marquis writes <laughs> I've liked my friend Tanya for three years. When we met, we were both single, but to be honest, I was intimidated by her. She's bad. And instead of making a move, I somehow ended up becoming her friend. I guess I was playing the long game, but in the meantime, she ended up in a relationship. Now she's single again and we're just and we're still just cool. Should I make a move? How do I get out of the friend zone? Oh biz. <laughs> you wanna go?
0: The friend zone is like quicksand. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get out of it by yourself, partner. <laughs> Here,
1: okay, so here's 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 my female take on this. Okay, three years. I just feel like if she was interested in you in three years, you would have gotten that vibe. Like, I just me. I'm not very like super direct with people and I don't assume everybody likes me like you are gonna have to fucking say it cuz I if you don't like tell me I don't know I don't know I don't do hints I don't cuz I'm not gonna walk around assuming that everybody likes me and everybody is attracted to me so you have to be very direct with me. On the flip side of that I am not very direct <laughs> with people that I like but I do feel like if I like somebody you can tell. And if, if in 3 years like if you still are feeling kind of like I don't know if I should, you know, say anything to her, then that means that you're not really feeling like this is going to be welcomed to me. Yeah. 3 years later and she, you still just a friend then that's what she wants you to be. Cuz I just we we going we'll let you know. I feel like we're going to let you know. There'll be some kind of way she going to invite you over all the time or she gonna like there'll be things like i don't know
0: i don't know i think that women think that their hints are more <laughs> obvious than they actually are <laughs>
1: probably so that's yeah. usually how
0: that shit works but that's the dynamic in society yeah the males are supposed to be the aggressors and the women that's not they position necessarily. Mm-hmm. Not saying that it can't be, it's just traditionally men are the pursuers and the women sit back and wait, traditionally.
1: Now, that's not to say that you can't be friends with th- for three years with somebody and it can turn it-, it it can't turn into a relationship. But like I said, if three years later you still like I'm in the friend zone and I don't know how to get out, you probably just gonna stay in the friend zone biz. Like I just
0: I think it's a matter of perception. I think that the, the what his what his letter implies is that he went in looking for a relationship instead of a friendship. Mm-hmm. He went in from the beginning, from the jump, from you know, just seeing her mm-hmm. saying, I want a relationship with this person. You have to act on that. <laughs> you can't just want a relationship with a person, not act on it and be a friend down three years later if you didn't act on it, then how does she know that you want to be in a relationship with her? Yeah. You know? So, I think that's the difficult part when you say, I'm in the friend zone. Did (laughs) you ever say, I want to be in a relationship with you and it just never happened? Or did you not relay that and it's just something you wanted internally, but she don't know nothing about it?
1: It sounds like it's something that he just wanted internally because he was like, talking about how he was intimidated by her because she was so bad and all of this. So... biz I'm just you know depending on how badly you want it I would say you know just make you know try but here's the here's the problem with that let me just say this let me let me put this disclaimer out there if you try and she's not interested shit's gonna be awkward so just you have to decide whether or not you are willing to take that risk at this point are you willing to risk this friendship that you have? potentially risk because sometimes I mean you, y'all might be able to get past it and move on or you know you might be so embarrassed that you just can't get past it so you yeah. got to decide what, what whether or not the risk is worth it and if it is just go ahead and stop sitting around you're gonna be another three years and she's gonna be married to somebody else <laughs>
0: I have a qualm with how the friend zone is used <laughs> out here these days you got women who's saying stuff like i put him in the friend zone oh yeah i think that's i don't think that's in the friend zone interpreted properly
1: i don't think you I don't know. I don't like when people say they intentionally put somebody you know what i saying I feel like the friend zone is a thing that just happens. Yeah. I don't know that you should set out to like sit people in there. Like yeah. I just, that ain't right.
0: I don't think that I don't think the friend zone can be used like that. Nah, it shouldn't be. I think be. the friend zone <laughs> is a very specific thing. Yeah. It's not a guy that you just turn down from going out on a date with that's not putting a man in the friend zone that's just not being interested in somebody (laughs) i think the friend zone is a place where you know that this person is interested in you male or female Mm -hmm. you know that they have an attraction to you Mm -hmm. and you use that attraction for some kind of gain you know you're not going to get in a relationship with them you keep them around as a friend knowing that what they want will never happen with you, yeah. but you use it for. Or oh, I need rides, or I need you know some yeah. advice, or somebody to talk to, or I need somebody to go out with. You use a person knowing that that's what they want, yeah. And you never tell them that they can't have it explicitly, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what I think the friend zone is. I think you have to put a person in the friend zone intentionally. You know what I'm saying from your side? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think that another person can't be perceived as being in a friend zone but as Biz is talking about I don't think he ever really relayed that he yeah. wanted anything with her and now looking back in hindsight what he thought was potentially the uh, possibility of being in a relationship is now him just being a friend. Yep. You
1: know? Which is why I named him Biz. Sorry. <laughs> a lot of this stuff <laughs>
0: gotta be communicated explicitly.
1: Be direct. If you want you something know? from somebody tell them don't drop hints. And that's something that again I gotta I have to tell myself often because I'm extremely. I don't want to say shy because I feel like everybody listening is gonna bust out laughing because I know I don't <laughs> present as a shy person, but I am when it comes to that. Like I don't, I don't know. I just I never think anybody likes me ever. Like my my always initial assumption is that he don't like me. Always that's my my go to. Mm-hmm. That's a whole nother conversation. So biz hopefully that. That probably didn't help you at all, but, you know, it's one of them situations where you either uh, shit or get off the pot. It's my Listen, grandmother Biz, would say. Three years down
0: the road, if you are her friend, then it could be that she never knew you wanted to be in a relationship, and she don't look at you like that because she don't think you want to be in a relationship, and now y'all are just friends. Mm-hmm. What you're going to have to do is you're going to explicitly have to let her know that a relationship is something that you desire with her. And for better or for worse, either she been waiting for that and it's going to work out or she don't look at you like that.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, and you have to be okay with that.
1: Yeah, that's tough, man. Adjection so it's up to you. You got to do what you But you have to decide whether or not the risk
0: is worth it. So Would you rather be her friend for 30 years <laughs> knowing that you didn't have the guts to let her know that you wanted to be in a relationship or do you want to inquire about being in a relationship at the cost of potentially making the friendship awkward and possibly ending the friendship if that awkwardness is too much for you to maintain a friendship with yeah you got to you so gotta decide 22. which one of those. It's not like the best
1: of. all yeah, All the outcome,
0: all of the all of those things you have to do are shit. Yep, yeah, basically. But <laughs> there is a good outcome from some of the things you can do. It's a good possibility. It's yeah. an outcome of a good possibility in doing some of those things.
1: Yeah. Um, let's do one more. I'm gonna call this person confused. <laughs> Why do women say nothing when it's something and fine when everything isn't fine? Oh, confused.
0: Oh, confused. I don't know. You might as well take this one because... You don't know either? I'm not a woman.
1: Okay. Well, I can only speak to the times that I've said that. Most of the time, if I say I'm fine and things aren't fine or if I say um, nothing when it's something, it's because either one, I'm not ready at the moment to talk about it or to and I don't feel like you're gonna receive it so I don't even want to go down that road and bother with having a conversation that I know isn't gonna turn out well or I just don't want to talk to you (laughs) it's just easy to be like nothing because I don't want to get into this shit with you so nothing it's fine don't worry about it I mean that's usually me I think now some women I think it's an atten- a way of seeking attention because if I say nothing then you're gonna say no I know it's something and you're gonna try to get it out of me that's, it's a way for me to get attention from you so that me personally that's not why I use it but some women do so I, it's yeah. gonna depend on the woman I think but most of the time I would say it's because we don't feel like y'all are gonna be receptive or whatever the problem is or you know what the problem is and you just asking me this stupid ass question for no reason so
0: I think women in these instances want to believe that the man knows the reason oh, that they're mad. come
1: on. On point. you. Sometimes y'all don't know. I will say that. But sometimes, if you know you done fucked up and
0: done... <laughs> but these ain't the times where the confusion comes in at. When you know you done messed up, it ain't no confusion. You but, know you done messed up. What we talking about is times when we don't know. So, what is it? Like, a man know when he done messed up.
1: No, no. I mean, y'all should have been... So, give me an example. (laughs) Give me an example. Yeah,
0: you always dragging me into this. What's the example of when a man done messed up and he don't know that you mad?
1: Let's see. Damn it. You had to have me give a scenario. (laughs) On the fly. Um, Press a cooker. Shit. Um, Let's see. If... If we'd had a ton of conversations about me coming home and you didn't mess up the kitchen and you don't ever clean up behind yourself and we've had talked about this like we've talked about this and we talked about this and I done told you like I did annoy me, please stop doing that. if I come in. And you didn't done, done this shit again. And you asked, and, and you see my face. Because I can't control my face. So I know I'm going to be making a face. And you ask me what's wrong. I'm just going to be like nothing. Because you fucking already know. You know you went in there and cooked a three course meal. And then washed my nan dish. Like you know. I'm not going to do this with you. Like we, I already talked to you about this. I already asked you to stop.
0: But the question becomes. Then the question becomes. If I got if I get got fifteen talks, then how do I know that that's where your anger is at that point instead of getting the sixteenth talk? I'm not gonna talk to you no sixteenth. But what I'm saying (laughs) is, you said I've talked about this. We talked about this. I let you know. I let you know. At what point do I need to be for you to be that angry about it? You know what I'm saying, like. It's like, well, she never get this angry about it. Usually she talk about it. But now. But I talk about it and you don't rectify it. So what is the point? So what, what is the point of you having a 16th conversation with you? Well, what I'm saying is you would have to get mad that level every time for him <laughs> to know that that's exactly why you mad. If you don't have that same reaction, then he's not going to think that, well, she completely shut down. That's not a common response to this thing That I know that it's she don't like It's not to be my common response to this <laughs> Well the first time you shut down need to be This is why I'm mad like this You know it don't need to be You know why I'm mad So I'm saying what I'm saying is I think that Men Don't really know In those times when It's not common
1: So here's what's gonna happen if I say Kitchen's dirty again I asked you not to do this again, and yet here we are again. It, it's gonna either be an argument, or you go blow it off and act like it's not that big of a deal. Because if you felt like it was big enough of a deal, you would have not done it again. Especially if we've talked about this already. So I'm just not gonna waste my time, and I'm not. It ain't gonna be 15 times with me, like. If I have had a conversation with you the very next time you do this shit, like with a dog, as soon as a dog shits in the floor, you have to pun and let them know that this is this is what the problem is. You can't wait, you know, hours and then try to punish the dog for something that he did. Mm. So the very next time you do this shit that I we talked about and we agreed that we're not gonna do this anymore, it's gonna be a problem. Like, I'm not going to get an attitude the very first time before I talk to you about it. But if I've talked to you about it, that very next time it's going to be some issues.
0: Well, I think it. I mean, it's still men do this too. It ain't this ain't exclusive to women, I, I guess. Think women
1: do it women more. Women do it more,
0: <laughs> definitely, you know, but men do it too. I don't want to just make it exclusive to any cuz I know people who have the male, males who have done that yeah. kind of thing. Who, I mean, it's basically just a person shuts down. A person shuts down, don't want to have a conversation because they either know it's going to go somewhere, like you were saying, mm-hmm. or they just don't feel it's going to be a resolution. But so I bother. that's still communication issues.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is. And like I said, me personally, if I communicated how I felt and you aren't going to rectify it after I've given you a chance to then the only decision I have because you can't change people right I can't make you clean the kitchen you're a grown man I asked you to do it if you don't do it then my decision is is this something that I can deal with is this something that I can put up with if this person doesn't change this because I've asked them to if they're not going to change it is this something that I can deal with and put up with and if it's not then I got to decide what I'm going to do from there But I, there's nothing I'm going to be able to do Outside of asking you to stop That's going to make you clean them <laughs> it's like Nothing
0: Well this is how these issues have been resolved for me Because of my Difficulty in emoting And my <laughs> lack of affect After She says fine I'm like alright And I grab my Xbox controller And I'm playing the game Oh that inf- I know it does not intentionally but just because of how I am I'm Like, oh she said fine she must be fine she said it she's not a liar she's always open with me so fine must mean that she's okay so I'm playing the game and it's like that kitchen and I'm like see you could have said that earlier I would have got on it right away ma'am <laughs> see that's how I handle the situation
1: So to answer your question, confused, we don't know for real. It depends on who you are dating and, you know, her personality and, you know, I think women across the board do it because women of different personalities do it and they do it for different reasons. But I think you just get to a point where it's like, you know what? I don't feel like doing this shit today. Not today. Or not right this second. I'm just going to say fine so he'll get off my back. I don't want to talk about this shit again. (laughs) I don't want to do it. So forget it.
0: I'm fine. It's fine. Everything's good (laughs) See And I have a problem with it Like I want to communicate I want to know what the issue is You can be mad After you tell me what the issue is I'm fine After you let me know what the deal is You can be mad for the next four hours If you want to But I need to know what's going on I'm not taking away the fact that you're angry I'm not taking away that you don't want to deal with it right now But if I did something that I can fix Why are you mad Just let me know and I'll fix it that's from my perspective like that's how i would do let me fix it okay So you're willing to fix it not everybody is
1: and sometimes you already know that this person is i mean if i even if i say some shit you're not gonna fix it so and again at that point where it becomes you know this person isn't going to stop doing something that bothers you hurts you whatever the case may be your decision then is is it something that i can deal with and if it's not what do you do after that yeah, I mean you're willing to, not everybody is willing to rectify
0: it. And everything ain't in these contexts ain't necessarily fixable. Yeah. Because if we talking about washing dishes, that's clearly fix- I can go wash yeah. dishes. <laughs> now clearly if, if you you punching me in my face every other day. No, I mean Okay, uh, that's well that's extreme. the extreme. I well, went all the way to that. <laughs> yeah, something like, you know, we saw your ex in the mall and you said, Hey, <laughs> and then, and just it, I said, "Hey!" And then we got home, and you, you like, I'm fine. <laughs> Now, okay. Now that now that's one of them <laughs> things where it's like, all right, clearly this is gonna be a you know eight hour Xbox situation. <laughs> she is not coming around on this. No. So clearly, it's some situations where it's not cut and dry.
1: It just appears. Again, that's why I said this. That was a very general last question. like yeah. We would have needed a, a more specific situation, I think, to give like a more solid answer because it could be anything. There what could do be any we know? Did reasons. we help anybody? Shit, I don't know.
0: <laughs> Look, this my perspective is that there's just a multitude of variables when it comes to anything, anything that, no that's what considering. It is, so and there's a million ways to handle a million different things. yep So we just do some variables out there. Basically. Some possibilities. So maybe that helps. Just having yeah. some different perspectives on it. And
1: you have a woman's perspective without asking your woman and getting yelled at. So there you go. If nothing yeah. else, we, we did that. So yeah. um, that is the only two that we have for this week. If you would like your question featured on the show, like I said, send it either on the website, which is conversationconartist.com. Or you can send it directly to our Gmail account, which is Conversation Con Artists. At gmail.com
0: Yep So now we're going to get into Some deliberate nonsense I don't have that much stuff Alright Today The first one I'm going to talk about Is Meryl Streep
1: What did Meryl do?
0: She It. She was on this panel For some film awards festival And They asked her How does she feel about The lack of diversity On the panel And she said, well, we're all originally from Africa. (laughs) Like, that's the comment she made in reference to the diversity. Bitch. (laughs) Mel Streep, she old, ain't she?
1: She is old, but that ain't no
0: excuse for... What? I mean, I won't use that as no excuse. Oh, but no, she is old. She old yeah. shit. I don't think she that. I don't think she that cute. You can say whatever you want and do whatever you want. Old. To no. Where I don't nobody care about what you say. I don't think if you're a celebrity, you get that privilege anyway. I don't know, man. Because Bill Cosby, if he say something now, be like, oh, he just so old. Not now. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> he ain't raped nobody this year. <laughs> I mean, clearly. Not now. I think before all of this came out. Let me choose somebody else. Yeah,
1: cause he ain't no good example Who old? Who's old?
0: Everybody old. Everybody,
1: everybody old. I don't know old people. Freeman. I will
0: use dead.
1: Morgan Freeman.
0: Morgan Freeman. I don't think Morgan. I think Morgan Freeman gonna live forever. Yeah,
1: he been old. Yeah, forever. he been old. Yeah, he been old since.
0: I saw him in a movie from the seventies, and he was old. He'
1: been old yeah. forever. Yeah, Meryl, bitch. Okay,
0: she ain't old like that.
1: She ain't old like that, and she that was a stupid. Act. What What does that have to do with anything?
0: I don't know. It, I mean, it's to me like those invalidation tactics, and it that might not have been terrible intentional. One, like, yeah, <laughs> that was yeah. an awful one. That didn't even make any sense. It might not have been intentional, but it's still harmful. It's still one of those things that make people say, well, yeah, she got a point, you know. Mm -hmm. But she don't want to be called African, though. Oh, (laughs) hell no. 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 No,
1: absolutely not.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I bet she don't want that.
1: I know she don't want that. What?
0: No. What movies Meryl Streep played in? I see. You know any? Off the top of your head? The Devil
1: devil Wears Prada.
0: The Devil Wears Prada. You probably got 10 movies at your house with Meryl Streep in. Actually, I don't. I'm not...
1: I'm not that big of a Mail Street fan, so don't nobody don't her fans don't get in my mentions, but I'm not that big of I respect her as an actress, but I just meh. Um the Devil Wears Prada, um I can't really think of anything else on top of the top. I mean it ain't really
0: much more depth to this story, no way. It's just she just said we all Africans and amidst all of this controversy when it comes to Oscar so white and all of these different other events. You still got somebody who is ready to invalidate it whether intentional or unintentional but she could have said something better i mean with all of this stuff going on i'm pretty sure a lot of these celebrities sit back and say what will i say if they ask me about diversity
1: don't say nothing i'll give a very (laughs) generalized ass answer that's safe like if this is what you're gonna come up with what happened to PR teams? Like, they don't have PR people that help them anymore? Because they just be out here reckless now, just saying anything.
0: That's what I would imagine. I imagine What's that up? celebrities have a person that they call and say, Hey, what are these people on these shows or on these panels or in these interviews likely to ask me?
1: It don't seem like they do it no more because they I'm just saying, be out
0: here saying whatever. But I guess, I guess it's still relatively few people saying stuff that's questionable. And she's getting as much criticism from this you know she's not getting very much criticism from it Mm -hmm. because I don't think it was malicious I don't think it was to invalidate I just think it was just something that was unintentionally harmful to the movement and to what people are trying to accomplish by raising awareness of it
1: but okay if it wasn't malicious how could it have so what was the intent
0: probably to downplay it make it seem like it's not really important Make us seem more common than we are different, you know, in an attempt not to make it seem like it's actually divisive. That's. But it is. I mean, (laughs) it is. But this is just the dialogue. This is what the media does. They control the dialogue. Yeah. And if she believes in her head that this kind of dialogue will make it seem less divisive, or at least make her seem like she's not trying to be divisive with it, then I can see possibly where that could be coming from. But you shouldn't say anything that has the possibility of being interpreted closely to the opposite side of what you're trying to achieve either nope. you know if you're trying to craft something to say that you don't want to be divisive but it can possibly be perceived as something that will actually create division mm-hmm. then you shouldn't say that you should call your PR team they'll and let you listen know listen
1: to them don't yeah. just call them and then say whatever you want to
0: anyway exactly so that's all I got about Meryl Streep I ain't got nothing Mm -hmm. that's about her the next thing I got is about Marshawn McCarroll you
1: conspiracy theorist (laughs) okay I'm gonna let you let me just I'm gonna gonna hold off
0: (laughs) Marshawn McCarroll is a Black Lives Matter activist that committed suicide on the steps of some capital building in whatever state he lived in I don't know where he lived but After that, there has been just a lot of outcry, some mourning on the side of Black Lives Matter and people that knew him and friends. It's never pleasant when, you know, individuals take their own life. And then some controversy as to where an Ohio cop posted that he loves a happy ending and he was suspended.
1: I don't understand why it's so difficult for people to shut the fuck up. All it is is you putting your lips together and not making noise. Like, yeah. that's so simple. Yeah. And don't type
0: shit. Yeah, Keep your don't fingers.
1: type. Don't these Twitter fingers. Stop Yeah,
0: it. just leave them alone. Why
1: would you say that? Why would you glorify or celebrate the loss of somebody's life like that's okay? Like, that just, uh, I don't understand people.
0: And that comment was at the cost of whatever good he might have done. Yeah. It don't matter what he's done for the community, which is a lot. It don't matter how rough his childhood was, which it was very rough. This cop, because he's connected to Black Lives Matter was willing to erase any other thing that he's done about this person he don't know. He don't know anything about. And that's what I'm afraid that's happening with the Black Lives Matter. With listening to Fox News and listening to all these other outlets They've just regarded it as an anti-cop movement. That's all. That is it. They have not identified and sought to understand the other nuances that come in this kind of movement.
1: I don't understand why it has to be anti-anything. Like, you don't ever see when when people are talking about breast cancer, you don't ever see the prostate cancer. People come out, yo, anti-prostate cancer. Like, you don't ever see... I just don't understand why in saying that Black Lives Matter, you shouldn't be killing us, that that means that we're saying fuck the police. Like, I just don't understand why it has to be that way in this case.
0: I just think it's another version of controlling it the dialogue. Is. That is hey, exactly what it is. Hey, let's vilify these people. You know, I mean... Propaganda started in the Reagan years, like Reagan started using the media to deliver to the people whatever messages he wanted the people to believe. And since that period of time, the media began to realize how much power it has. And now the media is used to deliver whatever you want to believe about a group of people. You pretty much have to actually be involved with these groups to understand what they're really about. And what that what the tenets of their movement really are, you got to be connected to the people. If you a black person, you know you got to know some Black Lives Matter people and talk to them. If you are a white person, you got to know some Black Lives Matter people and talk to them. If you don't, if you just listen to the news, if you just listen to the media, then it's going to completely skew your idea of what that is, and you're not going to know exactly what it is. And even online, it's even hard to go find a website that gives an accurate portrayal of whatever it is because. Mm-hmm. All of these things exist on scales. In the Black Lives Matter movement, yeah, it's some people out there that say kill police. And on the Black Lives Matter, the other side, they say, you know, black folks need to change. But in the middle, what most people in those kind of movements represent are people who understand all the complexities in the situation. That not every cop is bad. There are some good cops. There are some good systems. There are some systems that are flawed. There are some circumstances in which maybe force was necessary. And there are some situations where force was absolutely wrong and that person needs to suffer consequences from it, the most of the people in the middle understand all of the nuances, understand all of the context, and all to understand all of the variable. Maybe not all of them, but a lot of them mm-hmm. are seeking to. But what the media does is it says, "Hey, this is Black Lives Matter. They all want to kill police." Or, "Hey, this is the people that believe black people should change. So let's bring Stacey Dad. They bring the extremes. They bring the extremes out to deliver those messages to make." Either group believe what they want to believe. With Fox News, they bring the Stacey dashes on to make white people believe that you know black people just need to get it together and change. And they and other outlets bring over these you know kill the police conservatives. And well, I don't think you really see them in uh, media outlets, but you see wow. them on the you see them on the news mm-hmm. on the news or the local news. You see them on the YouTube videos. You see them a lot of places mm-hmm. to where the dialogue is being forced upon you, you know, and I think with this situation, my fear as a mental health therapist is that there's a lot of conspiracy theorists out here that I just roll my
1: eyes so hard. My <laughs> head hurts now.
0: They would rather believe that some there was some conspiracy or plan to kill this individual that because nobody saw him shoot himself and his body was just found, they would rather believe that this was a setup than this man might have been suffering from depression.
1: And the fact that you can more easily and more readily believe that than this is somebody who had lost all hope and was dealing with some stuff that everybody wasn't aware of, is sad to me, and it's part of the reason why a lot of people don't seek help. Because we don't listen, and we're not willing to listen, and we judge them, and how dare you want to take your own life that's selfish? How dare you um, be ungrateful for the life that you have? How dare you? Other people have it worse than you. And so when when you do that, what you do is you silence them.
0: Yeah. People can suffer from things like depression while being a part of a cause while being noble while doing what they need to do to survive and to help the people that they care about and love and their community and their culture they can be struggling with their own demons while all of that stuff is going on and they can succumb to their own demons at the same time as well
1: all it takes is one weak moment like suicide is quick and yeah. it's not something you can come back from all it takes is one weak moment and that's it so it's not like... I mean, look at Robin Williams. Yeah. Robin Williams seemed like the happiest person. He was a comedian. He had was getting ready to do a television show at the time of his death. Like From the outside world and from outside appearances, he seemed to have everything anybody could ever want. But he was not happy. And he had not been happy for a very long time. And he didn't want to be here anymore, so he did something about it.
0: Yeah.
1: And you just... You can't put your how you feel about your own life. You cannot project that onto other people, and because you would never, you know, get to that point. Or you can't even say that you wouldn't ever get to that point because depression. You can say what you would and wouldn't do all day until you actually go through it, yeah. until you actually feel what it feels like. It's not just being sad. I think people have this misconception that it's like, well, just you know, go to, go for a walk, get some sunshine, like yeah. get out. That it's not it's so much more than that it's so much more than that
0: and the truth of the matter is if you've never experienced depression you can't conceptualize the depths of sadness that someone with depression goes through you can't envision it there is no the worst case scenario that you can think of in your mind is doesn't even get to the the pinnacle of what a person with depression suffers from because once depression starts to take over because my perception of depression is that it's like it's, it's something that slowly takes over you mm-hmm. it looks like you in the mirror it, you think that all the thoughts are your own but it's something that takes over your thoughts and it tells you that you don't want to be around people you're better off if you, know, you stay to yourself nobody likes you nobody wants to see you maybe it'll be better if you weren't here it would be it's better for the people around, like for people who yeah. think that they're being selfish. A
1: lot of times, they feel like they're helping yeah. family because they'll be better off without me.
0: They feel like, and I know people who with depression who have calculated and came up with financial algorithms that said that I would be, my mom will be better off without me here. Mm-hmm. You know, so at the point in time that they feel like they need to take their lives, usually they feel like other people in their life will be better off without them. So it's, you know, from their perception, more selfless than selfish, but that's just the way that we look at it.
1: For anybody listening that is going through depression or think you might be going through depression or you've been sad and you can't shake it off, please go talk to somebody. Please go talk to somebody, talk to a professional. If you don't have anybody in your life that's willing to listen, Please. There are plenty of professionals out here who are... This is what we do. This is, you know, what we choose to do. when um, we want to help people. So, please get help. Please talk to somebody. Yep. Because, again, all it takes is one weak moment. And you can't come back from that.
0: Okay. So, move on to something different. <laughs> because, you know... <laughs>
1: I just made myself sad as shit.
0: I'm saying, like, (laughs) god dang. I need to get a boost of happiness. But Amazon, the business, clearly, not like the jungle. (laughs) (laughs) Not the Amazon, just Amazon. They wrote a clause that, that asked developers not to use any of their game development software to create any life-changing systems unless the Department of Disease Control declares a zombie apocalypse what they wrote this in an official clause to the game developer or to the developers I what I don't know I don't even Amazon. Have- has game development software that I guess could be used to create some life saving technology, but they don't want any developers to use it.
1: Whoever wrote that clause needs to stop watching The Walking Dead. Like, you didn't they got wigs. They've read The
0: Zombie Survival
1: Guide, they played way, Fallout. Way too into this shit. Like, you need to step away from the video games, get off of what is it, AMC? Please stop, because obviously
0: you. <laughs> Look, look too immersed. Look. For the sake the sake of entertainment value. If there was a zombie apocalypse red, what would be your plan? What you gonna do?
1: If there was a zombie apocalypse? Yes. I ain't talking to nobody. I'm getting my shit. Would I take Kingston? Yeah, I'll take Kingston.
0: But how you see how you it? I Am Legend? Yes. Would I you be to able team. to kill Kingston like that? After
1: he jumped on me that time I probably would be able to um,
0: don't I just wouldn't to
1: trust Pete Cause here's the thing I've watched Walking Dead and you see that shit that happens I don't even really want to deal with that I think I would just get him And I would try to get to like The least zombie populated place possible Yeah And
0: you know Do what the I need to do The scariest people survive. in zombie movies After the zombies just be other people Yeah Oh, yeah, because you know we
1: that survival mode and yeah. trying to take shit from each other. I, I don't. Whoever wrote that needs to stop. Like, <laughs> just please, no more, because you didn't went too far. Who writes that in, in, in a
0: legal binding document? Somebody silly. <laughs> Somebody with an imagination. Somebody who f- probably got threatened to get fired. Somebody who runs around <laughs> singing this is a song that doesn't end. But I regularly. like stuff like that. I, like when it comes to businesses, I like like when I read about Google employees and that they got a big ball pit that they can go jump uh, in yeah. and stuff. Like I like that playful culture. I don't like those cultures that's just so strict. Yeah. And like I worked at a Tex-Mex restaurant and it was a very, very open, very playful environment. And Chewy? I worked at yeah Chewy's And I've worked at restaurants Where it's just It's just strict down to business This way It make a difference Yeah It make a difference yeah. But I don't know What kind of environment And culture that Amazon have That's the difference Obviously between fun If they letting them do that <laughs> shit. I mean that's the difference Between this dude getting fired And everybody getting a good laugh <laughs> That's true <laughs> That's true But that's all I got For the deliberate nonsense I ain't got nothing else Alright well
1: Let's get into some unnatural selection. I just want to get this out of the way and I want to be very careful. I want to talk about Beyonce and Formation, but I also don't want the the Beehive. Don't get in my mentions. So I feel like first of all, if you don't know, I don't know how in the hell you couldn't know. The day before the Super Bowl, Beyonce released a song and a video called Formation. And the video has a lot of Black Lives Matter um, imagery, um, a lot of just Black pride imagery in the video. Now, I do feel like you have to take the video and discuss it separate from the song because the song I'm sorry and again don't get in my mention, but that shit does not match the video the video is very you know there's a, a scene in the video where there's this little black boy dancing in front of a line of SWAT police officers he puts his hands up and the police officers put their hands up and then they pan to a, a picture of uh, some graffiti on the wall that says stop shooting us so very powerful imagery in the video but then as you're watching the video you hearing shit like i got hot sauce in my bag swag and you are hearing you know i i take him to red lobster when he fucked me good so i think you have to look at them separately because that that song does not match the video at all but people got upset because and she when she performed at the Super Bowl, her background dancers were dressed as sexy Black Panthers because uh, it was still a performance, so you know she had to still sex it up. But um, and so there were many a white tears shed about this and how it was anti-police and Rudy Giuliani, which who used to be the mayor of New York, um, had something to say. Like all these people had shit to say. This uh, correspondent on Fox. Uh, a conservative correspondent, I uh, decided to bring up the fact that, and this is what pisses me off, if you have a problem with Beyonce's song in the video, stick to that, but what she did was, oh, how, you know, good way to divide the races, and, you know, your husband was a drug dealer and sold crap to black people, so, like, what? What? So this is this is how you're going to defend your argument that this isn't good, that this is anti-police by bashing her spouse man. for some shit that he, everybody, bitch, you're not telling us nothing we don't already know. Anybody who knows Jay-Z knows that he was drug dealer like that's common fucking knowledge, ma'am. You're not telling us anything that we did not know.
0: And what does that really even speak to? Because, you know, your husband is probably a hedge fund manager that embezzled a bunch of money out of white people pockets, you know? I mean, going tit-for-tat on somebody's past or whatever they did. And J.C.
1: ain't even had shit to do with it There's a thing. You bring I mean, him into this, and he ain't got nothing to do with it.
0: Everybody just throwing stones.
1: And, and everybody honestly, stones. it was a good message but I think the reason that white people are so upset about it is because of the reach that Beyonce has and the power. Because it wasn't, I mean, it was a good message, but it wasn't like this huge, you know, if the song had matched the video, that would have been more powerful, in my opinion. Um, but I think they're afraid of the reach that she has and what this could mean cuz people, you know, people go crazy when Beyoncé releases anything. Um, and I think that's why they're so upset about it cuz truthfully, and there's nothing anti-police. Like she she did drown a police car. She did sink a police car, but there no police were murdered, nobody no, no there was no violence in her video at all. Um the lyri- again, the lyrics to the damn song ain't even got nothing to do with the video really cuz it's just I mean, the, there's a couple of pro-black... Like, she says that she likes her Negro nose with her the Jackson 5 nostrils. So, you know, she's, she's proud of her black features. So, there was a couple of things in the song that were kind of pro-black. But for the most part, the song is a bunch of nonsense. I'm just going to be
0: honest. Listen, man. Beyonce ain't stupid. She not stupid. Every bit of that is on purpose. Oh, yeah. Okay? Like, Beyonce didn't mention much about anything cultural or social justice related in that song Mm -mm. but the video was riddled with that stuff Uh you know she's smart she knows that she has to teeter on this line of appropriateness to maintain the status that she had Mm -hmm. and that's just what she gotta do and a whole a million black think pieces came out about being so critical of how much she didn't say about social justice and how the video don't match. And my problem is, you out here telling somebody this is what we're doing these days. We're telling people that they need to do more and they can potentially lose what they have. You got <laughs> nothing to lose. And you telling Chris Rock. Not to go out here to the Oscars. And you telling Beyonce. You need to say more. You need to do more. Well that's not the way to get these people involved. Being overly critical of what you don't believe they did. Be supportive of what they have done.
1: And the thing is. People were pissed before this. That. Her and Jay Z hadn't come out and done anything. Oh, they, you know, they don't care. Oh, they're not using their platform. And then when she does, it's not to your standard. So it's still a problem. It's not enough. I got a problem with how she did it. I mean,. I just I I'm not part of the bake half. Just say that I do like some of Beyonce's um, music, but I do think people are giving her shit for no reason. But I will say this: I'm pretty sure Beyonce has no fucks to give. Like I I don't think she cares because yes, don't care. at the end of the day, this ain't gonna do shit. First of all, the song when it become comes for set, it's gonna go through the roof. People are gonna buy it. All it's doing is giving her more publicity for that song and for the video. Because everybody, conservatives, liberal, everybody has seen that damn video. Now, even if you just watched it to see what everybody was talking about, even if you just listened to the song to see what everybody was talking about, she has gotten a ton of publicity from this. Like, and the people who are fans of her, like shit, the the lady who tried to drag um, Jay Z, I guess she didn't know about Beyonce's fans, (laughs) and how they drug the shit out of her. That's what they do. You don't want to get on Beyoncé's fans' bad yeah. side. They were dra- they worse than Black Twitter, like yeah. just in general. Like her fans are worse They're than Black devout. Black Twitter. Bad, a
0: devout group of people.
1: They are. So I I don't know. I just think that I, I enjoyed the video. I'm not that I'm not a fan of the song. Like I said, it's kind of. I, it's there's too many beat changes and I, I'm not a fan of the song. But I did like the video. I did like the imagery in the video. I did like the fact that she has so many black women of different colors because I don't feel like my skin tone is represented a lot. Um, so she had you know beautiful women of different shades. Just I like the video song. And eh, I mean I could put it on mute and just watch the video.
0: But. Listen, black people, listen, listening. <laughs> okay. We don't need celebrities to move forward with our own convictions and our own movements. We don't need them. If their platforms, which most of the times their platforms force them to be politically correct, force them to be in a position where they don't want to lose the things that they can lose if they come out in full support of something that gets this much criticism, we don't need them. If you are sitting back waiting for the Jada's and the Will Smith's, for the Beyonce's and the Jay-Z's, for anybody with money, collateral, influence, and power, if you are waiting for them before you take your next step, then you might as well not even plan to take a step. If you're not taking those steps because you want to take them, because you believe in them, because that's what you think you need to do, there ain't no level of criticism that you can give Beyonce, Jay-Z, Will Smith, Jada, anybody. Ain't no level of criticism that you can give them that's valid. You need to follow what you believe in and what you want to do. We can do that stuff without them, without people, if they don't want to be a part of it. Anybody that don't want to be a part of progressing this culture, moving forward, using their influence, using their power, using whatever, not saying that Beyonce, Jay-Z, anybody's not doing that, but there are people who don't want to and who are not going to do that. If they don't want to, then we don't need them to do that. We can move forward without it. So just follow your own convictions. Yep, and for the white people that are
1: so mad, get out your feelings and get over. It, it wasn't made for you. This, you know, Beyonce got a whole discography of music that y'all been shaking y'all asses to, and playing at weddings and da 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 da. This All wasn't that. for you. Who was for you? This one song was not for you. This one video was not for you. So don't fucking watch it. Move on with your life. Um, The <laughs> next thing I have. <laughs> <Woo. laughs> um, Andrew Caldwell. You know who he is?
0: Andrew Caldwell. Yes. Sounds familiar.
1: I've been delivered. Oh, that I, dude. I don't like women's no more. <laughs> If you don't know, he was viral, he went viral I don't know, a couple of years ago because this church had a service and he got up and gave a testimony about the fact that he had been delivered from homosexuality, talking about he had been delivered and there was like a million memes yeah. that were made.
0: His speech. It's speech impediment. Ooh, he had a speech impediment terrible. as well. I'm. Terrible.
1: Terrible. And since then he has went from He's been delivered from homosexuality to psych, I am still gay and I've been sleeping with a bunch of celebrities and I'm going to tell y'all which ones to no, nah, psych, I was just playing, I'm not gay, I really have been to li- delivered to currently, apparently, he is um, a singer I suppose, he has an album coming out, March the 4th <laughs> um um that is called entitled Who Is Me to Judge? Who
0: are me to judge? Who
1: are me to judge. Yeah. I I don't really have anything to add to that. I just thought Josh. I don't like shit. men's no more. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was so It was funny. And the check like the pa- everybody was taking him see- and see the reason why I'm not going to get into religion and homosexuality, <laughs> but religious people want so badly to believe that this is something that could just be removed from somebody. And so for him to come down, it's like, yes, we have an example. He, you know, he very obviously, the the outfit
0: he had on was gay.
1: I don't understand.
0: I don't understand. But. I mean, I don't like, I don't like, I just, I really don't like how the church demonizes Homosexuality and invalidates the evidence that shows the contrary of it being a choice. It's really no conclusive evidence either way. Now you gonna have people in your mentions. I mean, <laughs> these just what this is just what I believe. I mean, I'm an evidence, logic based person. I have a problem with just believing what you want to believe because you want it to be true when there is evidence out there that says, "Hey, there's some stuff we need to look at." I'm not saying it ain't none of it conclusive. But yeah. there is stuff out there that says, hey, this is some stuff we might need to look at. if We want to get an understanding. The problem is faith don't want to understand anything outside of the context of the Bible. And nope. I get it. Re- re- being raised in a very, conser- a very religiously conservative household. Yeah. I get it.
1: I just feel like at some point, you have to determine for yourself, because isn't that what religion and 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 especially Christianity is all about—that you are responsible for how you live your life and the choices that you make and the things that you believe. I just feel like at some point you have to determine for yourself what your values are going to be. You have to determine for yourself how you're going to feel about certain things. Like I don't know, I don't want to get into a whole.
0: Well, I mean, I mean, I'm not sure that's what it's about. Because
1: well, supposed to be. I mean,
0: because realistically, <laughs> yeah. your mama just gonna tell you till you die, this is what you need to this do. This is what you need to do. And yeah. your pastor gonna tell you till you need to die, this is what you need to do. Yeah. Ain't nobody concerned about you figuring nothing out. No, that's right. this that's book tells you what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> and if you don't do it, you're going to hell. If you don't do it, your soul is gonna suffer from the eternal lake of fire. Yes, <laughs> that is true. I like to believe that at some point they want you to critically analyze what you believe, why you believe it, how you believe it, so that you can be stronger in your faith rather than just playing follow the leader. No, that's what they want you to do is to follow the leader. But I'm talking about the way
1: it's originally presented is that you are responsible for what you do in this life. And so what that means to me is You get up to heaven, are you going to say, well, the pastor told me to do this. My mama, you know, I've been believing this the whole, that this is what I was supposed to do the whole time because this is what I was told. Is that going to be a valid excuse or is it going to be you at some point should have made, come to your own determination and decided for yourself what to do? Like how much are we self-determining or how
0: much are we supposed to be self-determining? I guess from that context, it don't really matter if you did everything the Bible say, but don't know why. Or if you did everything the Bible say, you would know exactly why. But what if... You get in. But see, the problem with the Bible, and again, I
1: don't want to get in a whole religion <laughs> conversation, but is that it's open for interpretation and that different sects, even within Christianity, interpret it in different ways. It's like
0: almost 3,000 sects of Christianity.
1: Exactly. So how do you know which interpretation is going to be the correct one when you get up there? That's what I, I mean. Even if you follow it aimlessly and you don't know why, if what you're following is wrong, you're fucked. I just don't
0: understand. Like, I mean, I hope every religion's right. <laughs> I hope all of them right. I don't know how that could be true. Well, I, I mean, mean, some
1: of the, the the basic tenets are the same
0: throughout them, but like some of the the big differences, somebody got to be wrong. <laughs> well, if you go back and look, I mean, if you go back and look at the the story about the Tower of Babel, in in which all different cultures mm-hmm. and groups of people were there and they spoke tongues and everybody could understand mm-hmm. what that word what that message was mm-hmm. and everybody went back to their respective cultures I like to believe that the same message was just split amongst a bunch of people and they chose these particular you know influential people to follow and it's all the same I mean I don't know I, I want a best case scenario you always want to give everybody not I don't, mean, I don't want, I don't want one life. to be right and everybody else go to hell and suffer <laughs> I just don't like that. You know what? I used to ask my mom. She used to get... Because my mom is very religious as well.
1: And she used to get pissed. I used to ask her, like... If Christianity is right... and, And we're doing right... Then what happens to all the other people... Who... Like the Buddhists. And what happens to... Um... People of different of of religions that are not Christianity, and she said it's it's their
0: responsibility at some point to become Christians. (laughs) Um, How irrational is that? I was like, my mama said the same thing. My mama said, "This is what my mama said." She said, "Everybody gets introduced to Christ at some point in their life, and they get to choose." And I said, "Well, that's not fair. If a fifty-year-old person who been Buddhist their whole life and get introduced to Christ." And you expect them to just get rid change. of all their faith Just because they got introduced To, to Jesus <laughs> Go on somewhere mama I ain't trying to hear that That don't make sense
1: I used to question stuff a lot like, My mom used to get so mad at me Because I just I didn't understand Like some stuff didn't make sense to me And she didn't Most of the time her answer was Because God said
0: so Because she didn't have an answer Man I used to question so much stuff about the Bible mm-hmm. I used I I said I asked the pastor one time. I was like, "Excuse me." It was like a Bible study session or something. I was like, "Excuse me." He said, "Yes, sir." I said, "If God showed his power so blatantly in the Bible days, for instance, the strengthen Samson's hair mm-hmm. to the point that you can cut it off like it would seem like it would bring a lot more followers if a man can destroy a kingdom when he got dreadlocks, but when you cut him <laughs> off, you know, he can't even live, he can't even live 200 on the bench." <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It it I would be I would look at him and say, that's supernatural. Like why and I was like why did God show his power more back then than he does now? Brush me off. Let me answer my question. <laughs> Piss me off. i like, he don't know either. Acting like he know stuff.
1: <laughs> uh, they'll do that in a, Or give you like some generic answer that makes no sense to just yeah. answer your question because they don't have the answers. So. But uh, the moral of the story is March the 4th,
0: be on the lookout for I, Andrew Caldwell. I meant to make a whole nother point. We went all the way down that jump. I just hope that he... Regardless of how condescending... And vindictive, it feels like I'm communicating about faith. It only represents my qualms and my own religious journey. I really truly value faith for everybody that has it. I think everybody
1: has a right to believe what they want to believe as long as it's not hurting
0: nobody. Yeah, like, I mean, I respect what you believe and Mm -hmm. how you believe it. And so I just really hope that this individual is not using the church and faith as a mockery. To somehow put himself on a platform that's giving him the popularity that he's got.
1: I wish y'all could see this face that I'm making at him right now. What? You always try to get people the benefit of it that. That's exactly what he's doing No I mean he went from I've been delivered to I'm going Out all these gay men or Download men back to I've been delivered And now I'm finna put out a gospel album What I'm
0: saying is when he first Made that testimony oh. it could very Well have been genuine It could very well have been what he felt To do and it could, could very well He could very well have felt that the spirit was in him And that video when it got Released realized that he could do something with it so I hope that it was at least genuine at first and not a mockery from the jump because that kind of thing invalidates the importance of faith to other people when you use it like that
1: I could very well walk out of here and go and buy a ticket for the Georgia lottery and win it and I feel like the odds of both of those things being true are the same that's why I
0: said I hope I leave a lot of I, leave, I always leave room for a possibility to me wrong I don't. I try not to speak <laughs> in such conclusive extremes. I always try to give myself a chance to say, "Well, I did say I hope. I did say maybe. Leave a loophole. I did say potentially. <laughs> Got to leave a loophole." Then my word, I always say potentially, possibly, <laughs> maybe. I hope variables. I always say them five words. They just, they just in my dialogue. They give me <laughs> loopholes.
1: <laughs> the last thing that I have is going to be Kanye West. Um, I just I really ever since his mama died, but I ain't going to get back on that. Um, so he has a song. I don't even know the name of this song. I'm I, at this point I don't listen to shit Kanye do. But apparently he has a song that has a lyric in the song about Taylor Swift. And you would think by now he would learn to just leave that white girl alone, but no, he hasn't. And the lyric is essentially me and Taylor might still fuck, I think. And then he says he made her famous. Couple of things wrong with that, Kanye. First of all, you did not make Taylor Swift um, famous. Mm -mm. Taylor Swift made herself famous. And she made you a social pariah there for a while. So, don't really know what you're talking about. And you are a married man talking about having sex with some random little... I mean, I keep thinking of her because she was so young when she came out. She's of age now, but it's still just weird and kind of creepy that you would even say this and his like he went on a twitter rant because people getting his mentions about it and he said that taylor swift was okay with it and that she actually came up with the line herself and that he discussed it with his wife and she was fine with it well of course she was (laughs) you're married to kim kardashian
0: there you go again
1: I'm just saying Of course she's not gonna be upset about it You know it's not like he was he married To Michelle Obama and she was like Yeah Kanye that's cool that's good You married to Anyway I'm not gonna get on her I, I seriously doubt That Taylor Swift Came up with a line In which Kanye West Is gonna talk about having sex with her When she tries to keep this squeaky clean Ass image and a line where she's saying that he made her famous. I just, I'm sorry. I don't buy it. And I think, I'm trying to think right before we started recording, I think she finally, or her publicist released a statement. I don't, she didn't say that shit. And all her friends, everybody that's in her little crew has been like some, her brother, I think her brother threw away a pair of Yeezys why the fuck you own them shoes in the first place is beyond me but he like made a video of himself throwing them in the trash and their you know solidarity and cause I didn't need to sit down i just what what i just put your little stupid ass waves album out or he changed the name again i think i don't even think it's waves anymore yeah
0: the story of pablo <sighs> what the fuck
1: I think does that's that what it's even called. mean who is pablo is he pablo
0: uh, who knows Who knows? (laughs) I can't. I don't understand. Trying to put together Kanye is trying to put together a puzzle of clear blue sky. Okay? You just. It's just. Wow. Why why even do it? (laughs) Don't worry about it. Just. Just use Kanye for entertainment value. This and, stuff is entertaining. And,
1: and that's really where he's at right now. I don't it's even know that people are taking him like super serious as an artist anymore. Like, he's just a joke. Like, he's become a joke.
0: I'm going to listen to his album. You
1: let me know how I'm I am going to like it.
0: half of it, at least.
1: Because I didn't even listen to, uh, what was his last one? With black skinhead and all of that shit on it. I ain't even, I have never Jesus, heard, right? Yeah, I think Jesus. So. I ain't never heard that album. I ain't <laughs> listened to a Kanye West album, honestly,
0: since. Graduation. I've listened to some Kanye West tracks. Oh, the college since, dropout? Since, since his mom passed that? away. I college know. dropout, graduation. Wait a minute. College dropout. Oh, was it graduation and then college dropout? No, college dropout was the first one. Okay. Then late registration. Okay. Then graduation.
1: Those three albums, only three albums. <laughs> because I didn't like 808 Heartbreaks. Wasn't it like fan. anything? I haven't
0: liked anything after his mom passed away. That's yeah. a whole work of art, but that's just me. Set the fuck down, Kanye.
1: That's I mean, that's really. Please stop this. Like, get some help. He obviously is suffering and is just. This is. His, it's like a child that doesn't know what to do with these emotions, so they just act out in school, and you just be wondering why the fuck is Billy doing all of this stuff, and 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 getting in trouble all the time I feel like that's Kanye's just acting out like he never dealt with his mom's death healthily I mean he's drinking Hennessy on the red carpet with Amber Rose is not dealing with her death um and I think that this is this is what happens people grieve please grieve take that time do what you need to do and the people who we love are worth the grieving so grieve them so that you don't become Kanye. Let this be a lesson.
0: Kanye West is a narcissist.
1: He is that, he was a
0: narcissist before his he mama died. He's a narcissist now with the modifier of grief. Yeah. <laughs> but what happens is when you give a narcissist a person that legitimately believes the world revolves around them and that they're the best at everything and that they're amazing and that nobody else really contributes anything to anything and they contribute everything to everything. When you give that person, when you act, when that person is actually successful. Mm-hmm. Then it take You create a Kanye Because if Kanye West was not Kanye West If he was a narcissist that worked at a warehouse And he thought that his mediocre numbers Were amazing And he thought he was the best He would be getting <laughs> fired He would be going from job to job to job Trying to wonder why people can't recognize How great of a warehouse worker that he is because narcissists. narcissists are off-putting, and they don't necessarily always have the exact version of reality that everybody else has.
1: They are. Have you ever met like a a, a real narcissist? Not that, no, I met some narcissists. Oh my god. Yeah. They are some of the most annoying. Like ugh.
0: narcissism lies on a scale as anything else lies on a scale. You get some that are very, very, just far more narcissistic than.
1: The DSM lists nine characteristics. And they have to have five of the nine to get a diagnosis of narcissism. I met somebody that had all nine and attempted to work with him. And that was the worst. (laughs) (laughs) It's really not because they don't feel like they have a problem. So it's not much. Usually if they even seek help, it's a (laughs) non-related
0: issue. You know, like narcissism is rooted in that that childhood stage of egocentrism mm-hmm. right where a child believes that if they standing in front of the tv in front of you and you can't see it they believe that you can see the tv because they can mm-hmm. you know or, or they standing in front of the air conditioner it's like well i can feel the air so this is all I, i'm you know everybody else can feel it or yeah. nobody else matters mm-hmm. i just think that you know it's just that that ego is so powerful and strong within that person mm-hmm. that they just have a warped view of reality. And I feel like Kanye has a warped view oh, he does. of reality Absolutely. from the life he lives. But, I mean, a great life, clearly. As, much as, as great as he wanted to be. But imagine what that's going to mean. I just feel so
1: bad for North and Saint. I just, I don't know what that childhood like what what is that going what are they going to produce like not even in what they look like what kind of personalities are these this this situation these circumstances going to produce in these kids like that's scary
0: i think it depends i think the one variable that we don't have about celebrities are who they are behind closed doors
1: like we have more of a look at that now because of social media than
0: we ever have before but i don't think it's i think that celebrities portray who they want us to see you know and i know that kim kardashian and kanye west and a bunch of folks out there they have their personalities but i don't think we know necessarily do they spend time with their kids or do they sit with the nanny we don't know
1: I mean, I feel like even if they spend time, it's like even if you're spending time with the kids, what are you doing with them during that time? What are you teaching them? What are they learning from you? Even if you're around, I mean, you you've seen people who were around their uh, parents all the time and still turned out, you know, not so great because what they were being taught while they were around their parents yeah, was quality
0: good. versus quantity. Yeah. So, but that's what I'm saying. How much of a narcissist? I don't know. Because narcissism, that, I mean... He's not... I, I, he's not going to be red carpet Kanye in front of Saint and North. He's just not. He going to be some version of a narcissist as a parent, but... A narcissistic
1: parent, though, isn't going to give the child... Because it's so hard for them to go beyond themselves. I mean, I, not just, I would never say he doesn't love his kids or doesn't give his kids attention, but I just
0: think... He ain't gonna be like saying it know if I know y'all hungry. But let me finish. Let me finish eating first and then I'll feed (laughs) y'all. I don't think it's like that. No, but you know what I'm saying? I I, I
1: work with a narcissistic parent and he It's basically creating another narcissist like the child is perfect and good and great and there's and so the child is going and and it begins that way with a lot of them either they didn't get enough attention or they got so much and they got it planted in their head that they're so they're so special and they're so wonderful and he's doing this with his child currently like she can't do any wrong she's perfect. If anything goes wrong, it's other people. It isn't her because she's his child. And so by an extension of him, that perfection goes to her, because she got it from him. And so he's creating another little narcissist, essentially, who's gonna, it's gonna be a cycle of dysfunction. In that case, I don't know what Kanye and and, and his wife are doing. I can't say for sure, but what you laughing
0: because I didn't say her name no 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 (laughs) it's clearly I'm just saying it's clearly not going to be a regular upbringing Mm -mm. just the component of wealth alone for most kids is a situation you know but I don't think he gonna be red carpet Hennessy Kanye out there with his kids, I just just don't know what I it's gonna be. I don't
1: think it's that bad. I mean, I'm not. I, I'm not saying. I'm not saying that he's gonna treat his kids the way he treats Taylor Swift or the way he tried to treat Sway, because Sway was gonna get in his ass. <laughs> um, but I don't know how healthy he's capable of actually being for them. Like he, uh, even his best, I don't know how healthy his best is gonna be with the kids, considering how crazy he is. Like I don't think he would maliciously do anything to them, but most parents don't. Yeah. So I don't know, but that's all I have.
0: All right. What else you got on your mind?
1: Lamb chops, play alone. <laughs> oh my kids goodness. Come to play along, <laughs> and fun things are all we ever do.
0: <laughs> that went right.
1: Mm-mm. Lamb chops play along where kids come to play along and fun things are all we ever do. Yeah, it's lamb chops play along. Where kids join come to play, and play along. along. We
0: got a lot of good things for you.
1: That's the second verse. It, it's it's two. I didn't. It's two. It's two different ones. So it's lamb chops play along with kids come to play along and fun things are all we ever do. Yeah, it's lamb chops play along. Co- join the kids and play along. We've got. We a got, got a lot of good, good stuff, good stuff for, you. for you
0: and you and you and you. And, and you.
1: Yep don't look I know lamb chops
0: <laughs> apparently <laughs> lamb chop was creepy
1: there, what her Charlie horse hush puppy that was like my favorite kids show that and um schoolhouse rocks I have if only reason I don't have lamb chops is because they haven't made a DVD of it but I have every single schoolhouse rock episode that was ever made like
0: I have the um collection I felt I deceived by schoolhouse rock when I realized they was trying to teach me stuff <laughs> Thought it was just catchy cartoon songs. I know the preamble to the United States Constitution still because of uh,
1: Schoolhouse Rock. Schoolhouse Rock and Lamb Chop. I was never a big Barney fan because all of that, even as a kid, I wasn't like really. You know,
0: which one I remember
1: emotional or, or what it's so like all that I love you shit. I wasn't really here for it, but Lamb Chop, Sesame Street, and Schoolhouse Rock that was my shit. I watched those three. Lolly, Ooh, Lolly, 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 get, get your adverbs here. here. Got a lot of something, get your
0: adverbs here. <laughs> I I remember some of
1: them, and you, you know, you what? gotta remember Bill. I'm just a bill my grandma Yes didn't I'm have only one. a bill I've and seen I'm it on like sat on PBS On one time that but like I didn't have it one. Like they do a countdown On the DVD and I'm probably gonna watch This shit when my I get home My grandma and my mama
0: wouldn't really let us watch TV like that When we were little my grandma, was for kids. my grandma always recorded Everything on VHS <laughs> And let us watch whatever she recorded She never <laughs> let us just watch She never let us freestyle on TV We could
1: watch anything that came on PBS and both all of that came on PBS at the time Um, my mom like watched what we watched I mean you know she was careful about what we watched but yeah I watched school you know as it was coming out and (laughs) I used to love lamb chops man like there was um I I still count like one locomotive two locomotives she taught you the how many between a second yeah Um, three locomotives I could sing so many lamb chops my grandma
0: and granddad were teachers they wouldn't let us watch TV. They had us. Uh, they had us in there doing English work on Saturdays. But you would have got your English shit from <laughs> well from
1: school. You think wrong. as
0: an English teacher, she would know that? But now she had us doing them other
1: verbs, books. Verbs. Verbs there was science one if y'all don't know please youtube schoolhouse rock. there were everything like there was political science stuff because you had the constitution stuff um just everything they had every math it was one for every like the multiplication tables one for each one of them yeah 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, yeah. 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60, 65, 70. They don't even do math like that no more. They do math different like now, though. 100, ready or not. <laughs> Here I come. I can see Some of that stuff of is this. different. It, oh, they do that. Uh, what the fuck is it called? They don't let
0: kids memorize math. Memorize no, it's, uh, no more. what
1: is it called? Something math. Shit. Because some of the kids that I work with will be complaining about that shit. They make them break it. down Like, it's so yeah. ridiculous. I don't have any kids. If I ever have any kids, they're going to have to get a tutor for math. Because I already suck that math. Like, regular math. This shit here? It ain't
0: that difficult. It's just so far different from what we do that... Well, I if- send my kids your way and let you... Handle it. It ain't difficult. <laughs> well, because I was telling people, I'm like, you know, give me 8 times 8. I know what that is. Give me... If you go past 12 times 12, it's about a wrap for me. 144? Because, yeah, but, but hit me with 14 times 15, oh, shit. I don't know. <laughs> they made us memorize up to 12 times 12. Yeah. However... I have seen no deficiency in my life that is created no and if you know? i sit down with pen and paper i can multiply 14 times
1: 15 i just can't yeah. do it in my head like i could still get the answer without without even without the memorization but i remember in the fifth grade my fifth grade teacher Ms. Trust, would come like we would be just sitting in class we would be doing history or some shit and she would just come by your desk and hit your desk and be like five timetables right now. You had to stand up in front of the class and say, five times one is five. Five times two is three. like random. You didn't even know what number she was going to give you. She just hit the next person's desk seven timetables now. And you just had to get up and do it. That shit was uh, and you didn't know when she was going to do it. You'll be talking about fucking, you know, amoebas and 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 atoms and she would just randomly come around and be like, eight timetables now. <laughs> Dang. But I know all of my timetables still. <laughs>
0: Well, I didn't have that teacher, but I know all my times tables as well.
1: Man, Miss <laughs> Miss Truss and Miss Swain, they were old school. They because I'm from the country and so and this was during the nineties. Um, so they were old school and it was during a time where teachers could still jack you up and your parents would just beat your ass because yeah. why she had to jack you up in the first place kind of thing instead of going to the school. Don't touch my child. Yeah. And Miss Swain and Miss Truss I witnessed Miss Swain jacking somebody up out of I did not fuck with her because I knew better. Like, because she did not care at all. She would embarrass you. Sixth grade, we had to line up outside her door with your homework, and you didn't get in the classroom till you showed it to her. And if you didn't do your homework, you couldn't go to pee. You just sit in the uh, room and have to, like, write shit.
0: I don't remember many black teachers in mine.
1: They were like, the only two in the elementary because yeah. i went i went to like again i'm from the country of k through 12 so like my friends from high school have been my friends since like kindergarten in some cases like i've known these people since we were five in mm-hmm. some cases um so because it was just it's a country-ass place so yeah <laughs> um but yeah so that's ju- I'm just feeling nostalgic and now I'm gonna go home and watch Schoolhouse Rock like a child when I leave here
0: you should you should
1: <laughs> I hope everybody has this is a song that never ends stuck in their head now
0: I'm sure they do and Those I just reminded over 25
1: and I just reminded you again in case you forgot that I started the show <laughs> off with it so there you go you're welcome
0: yeah she did that to you remember that <laughs> one me
1: don't get in my mentions <laughs>
0: Well, anything else?
1: I think that about does it.
0: All right, well, until we con the next combo, we out. Holla.